Welcome back to the Essentially You podcast. I am your host, Dr. Marisa Snyder, and I'm here to help you rock your hormones and feel great in your body so that you can reclaim more energy, vitality, and joy and become the CEO of your health. Let's jump on in. Hey, one more thing. Did you know that one of the biggest nutrient deficiencies that I see in people, especially women, is a magnesium deficiency? It's because we burn through this super mineral so quickly. Now, this powerful mineral packs a massive punch because magnesium is involved in over 600 reactions in the body. Now, it is your best friend if you need more energy, better sleep, a faster metabolism, improved digestion, and not to mention happier periods. And you can quickly replenish your magnesium levels with my Essentially Whole Magnesium Restore Supplement made with my favorite form of magnesium, magnesium glycinate. Use promo code PODCAST and get 10% off your entire order at drmarisa.com slash magnesium. Now I'll have the link in the show notes for this episode to make it easy. Go and try it out today. If you're like many of the women that I talk to, and myself for that matter, you have been told that your symptoms just need some hormonal birth control or antidepressants or anxiety meds, or maybe even some kind of hormone replacement therapy. Or maybe you've been told that your symptoms are actually nothing to worry about. Things like brain fog, weight gain, painful heavy periods, bloating, mood swings, debilitating menstrual cramps, and migraines, well, that's all in your head, which makes you feel like a crazy person. Well, let me tell you, you are not. Women like us have been led to believe that the slightest symptoms of perimenopause, even menopause, that there's either nothing to worry about because it's just the trajectory of aging, or you should go run out and get hormone replacement or birth control because these medications seem to be the only answer these days, along with outdated advice to just exercise more and calorie restrict. To me, these are 100% red flags that the system is broken because very few doctors out there are looking at the liver or gut or even looking closely at our hormones to see what is going on. One of the biggest root causes that I see when it comes to hormonal imbalance in women is a sluggish liver. And that's why this episode is dedicated to effortless ways to reduce your toxic load. And as I look at a lot of women in their 30s and 40s and early 50s, a lot of that hormonal imbalance is driven by either insulin resistance, which has a big connection to the liver, or estrogen dominance. And honestly, both of these particular hormonal imbalances can have a profound impact by the way our liver functions. So our liver, we really need to be focused on it. Now, when it comes to the liver, did you know that it is the largest organ inside of the body and it performs over 500 vital functions along with some of the most important functions in our body? Your liver is so incredible. Every minute it filters over a liter of blood, it detoxifies chemicals, excess hormones, histamines, drugs, caffeine, medication, pesticides, I'm talking all the toxins. It converts vitamins to their active form and stores them for later use. It affects our energy levels by controlling our blood sugar 24 seven, and it's the only organ capable of regenerating itself. Yet, when was the last time you really focused on how your liver is functioning and giving it what it needs? Often mistreated and overlooked, your liver is directly involved in all stages of hormone production and elimination. It plays a role in creating several key hormones, converting them into a form that your cells can actually use, detoxifying excess hormones that may build up, and preparing them to be removed from your body via your gut. Now, the number one root cause of hormone imbalance, again, that I see in women in their late 30s and beyond is often related to a sluggish liver. 
This is because your liver ends up having to work overtime. And because of that, it gets sluggish and it's not able to cycle out the excess toxins and hormones, kind of sending your body into a downward spiral of hormonal dysfunction. And you begin to see that in the labs. Your liver's main job is to filter out toxins and excrete them from your body. But guess what happens when hormone levels are out of whack and your body begins throwing excess hormones and toxins at the liver, right? It simply can't keep up, especially if you've got deregulated blood sugar levels that's gonna put an extra burden on the liver. So what I wanna talk about really quickly is that liver hormone connection so you can kind of get an idea of what I mean. For example, here's how your liver is supposed to work when it comes to detoxifying excess toxins and hormones in the body, right? When we break it down, we have two different phases in the liver when it comes to detoxification. Phase one, known as the oxidation phase, where your body is putting toxins and hormones into the liver so that they can be more water-soluble, that we can either send them out through urine or we can send them out through bowel movements. So these environmental toxins begin as fat-soluble and they filter through that phase one detoxification process. And this process oxidizes these metabolites, which makes them actually quite dangerous in this part of the detoxification process. We actually need antioxidant um, intermediates to help move from the oxidative phase over to phase two, the conjugation phase. Now, unfortunately, things can go awry when we don't have the right nutrition, like the nutrients, things like B vitamins and choline, um, antioxidants, low protein issues, alcohol usage, even over-the-counter medications can mess with this. And what I mean is that if your liver is in the process of breaking down, let's say, excess estradiol, and you end up having a couple of drinks at dinner, your liver is going to have to choose breaking down the alcohol over the estrogen. And that's where we start to see that burden. And then we've got phase two conjugation. So after we oxidize in phase one, move it over to that intermediate phase to neutralize it, we bring it over to phase two conjugation, where the liver can expect different issues, again, due to nutrient deficiencies, a lack of amino acids, and you know not being able to properly methylate those particular compounds to make them water-soluble. And this ends up in a breakdown of phase two. So at any part of the liver detoxification process, whether it's phase one, the intermediate phase, or phase two, we cannot have all of the right components or building blocks to ensure that part of the detoxification process is actually working optimally. So how does this impact your hormones? One of the things that your liver is responsible for is eliminating those excess hormones, especially estrogen, One of the biggest ones is estradiol. But in our modern lifestyle, including the constant exposure through air, water, food, even things that you put on your skin, think personal care products, household products, even your laundry detergent, your liver can feel a bit overloaded with so much that it's constantly trying to deal with on a day-to-day basis. Add that to the hormone burden that escalates due to the hormone fluctuations in perimenopause, meaning like a rapid uptick in estrogen and then a rapid downtick. It's like a estrogen roller coaster. It is a recipe for a sluggish liver that really can't seem to handle all of the daily tasks it needs to get done. And ultimately what happens is when it gets sluggish, it allows for toxins and hormones to recirculate through the body, especially if we don't have a gut that's working properly as well. So that's equally as important. This is very much a recipe for disaster, especially what I see in women in their mid to late 30s, 40s, and even early 50s. Now, one of the biggest reasons the sluggish liver issue and excess hormone circulation issue drives estrogen dominance is because 
when we don't have enough of the components to be breaking down estrogen 24-7, we end up seeing a greater, greater recirculation. And then when we're talking about toxins and we have things like xenoestrogens coming into play, that's even more of this estrogen burden that the liver is having to take on. So today what I wanted to focus on is some few credible ways that we can support your liver. But before I do that, I want to make sure that you know what the warning signs look like that if your liver is actually struggling, right? It's one thing to talk about, okay, we've got an onslaught of chemicals and caffeine and alcohol and potentially xenoestrogens and excess estrogen, depending on where we are in a stage of our life. But how do we even know if our liver's working properly outside of testing liver enzymes, right? And again, often when we start to see those types of things on a blood test, that means that it's been an issue for quite some time. So these are some of the biggest symptoms that I look out for when I'm trying to identify if I have a person with a sluggish liver. Number one, digestive distress. Things like IBS, gas, bloating, constipation, diarrhea, those kinds of things can lead to a sluggish liver. Next, sluggish energy all day, especially trouble sleeping at night, feeling hungover after only one to two glasses of wine, brain fog, belly fat you can't shake no matter what you try, prediabetes or insulin resistance, headaches and migraines, skin issues like eczema, chronic infections, we're talking about colds, flus, things like strep throat that are just constantly showing up over and over and over again, bloating, cravings, especially mid-afternoon or late night cravings, anxiety, depression, and just, you know, struggling with mood swings and an unstable mood. Um, Symptoms of estrogen dominance include fibrocystic breasts, fibroids, intense PMS symptoms, heavy periods, migraines, crazy cramps. Those are often what I'll see around symptoms of estrogen dominance. And so if you're listening to this list right now and you're experiencing at least two or three of these things, it is absolutely worth giving your liver some extra attention. And if you aren't experiencing any of them or maybe just one or two, then I still recommend following some of the recommendations I'm going to give today because the more that we can love our liver every single day, the less likely we're going to have issues down the road. All right, so given that, I want to get right into it. The 11 effortless and easy ways to reduce your toxic load and heal that sluggish liver fast. Number one, again, this is always number one on my list for when it comes to hormone health and gut and liver health, and that is to eat a organic kind of plant-focused diet that cleanses your liver, right? So there are liver-loving foods, things like lots of green leafy vegetables, and honestly, any kind of green leafy vegetable works for me, cruciferous veggies, like broccoli sprouts, arugula, and cabbage, and then other foods like dandelion greens, avocados, asparagus, um, garlic, lemon. These are all amazing, but especially foods that boost sulforane. So broccoli sprouts, broccoli, kale, Brussels sprouts, cauliflower. If you're like me, I love to put frozen cauliflower in my smoothies every single morning. So that's a way to help support the liver. And one of the reasons why I created my 14-day detox back in the day was that I wanted to focus on healing the liver and the gut so that you could optimize your detox pathways and support your hormones. Because one thing I know to be true is that in order for us to lose weight, two things have got to happen. One, we've got to have more insulin sensitivity. So insulin sensitivity precedes weight loss. And then also detoxification precedes weight loss. Anytime I meet women that are looking to lose weight, every time in their protocol, is ways to love their liver. Because I know that the liver is such a game changer when it comes to actually reducing that belly fat or reducing that unwanted weight that we're holding on to. So just note that 
in order for you to lose weight, you've got to be thinking about detoxification. And when you're thinking about detoxification, you're thinking the liver. Now, if you want an extensive list of my hormone-loving foods, including recipes to love your liver, grab my liver-loving foods guide with recipes that'll be in the show notes for this episode. And the recipes are powerful and effective and they get the job done. So make sure to go and grab that. Number two, decrease the intake of refined oils and processed and added sugars to help improve blood sugar and reduce the risk of fatty liver disease. I know I sound like a broken record. I talk about blood sugar all the time, but a lot of it's because I really want to support the liver. The other thing that's really clogging up the liver and driving insulin resistance as well is going to be refined, hydrogenated, nasty oils, things like vegetable oil, canola oil, sunflower oil. Like there's, you know, there's a whole list and you can Google all of the nasty oils out there, but you really just want to be mindful of when you're buying packaged food, is there a laundry list of nasty oils on that list? I know we were buying some roasted cashews, organic roasted cashews. Um, we bought one bag and I forget where we had bought it for. And we looked at the ingredients when we got home and the third ingredient was canola oil. And I was just so freaking bummed about that. So again, you just want to read those labels. I don't know how that got missed by us, um, but make sure that you read the ingredients as well and look out for those hydrogenated nasty oils that could be gunking up your liver and messing with your insulin levels. Number three, break a sweat. This can be done all kinds of ways. This can be done with exercise, saunas. I love infrared saunas, steam rooms, you know, just making sure that you are breaking a sweat. Obviously, cardiovascular workouts, hit trainings, getting where you fit in. But the more we can sweat, the better. Number four, swap out chemical household products for all natural brands. And, you know, I'm going to have an episode pretty soon on all of my favorite household natural products that we use that I think are very affordable and incredible, super clean, because man, once you make that swap, it's just so much easier to keep all of those toxic, nasty products that get into the air, that get into our, our floor, that get into our carpet, just keep them out of the house so they are not impacting your liver. Next, number five is using chemically free beauty skin and hair care. That includes nail polish, hair dye, and makeup. I know this is unpopular opinion that I am telling you to not use nasty nail polish or hair dye or makeup, but I will tell you these things add up significantly, especially the nail polish and the hair dye. So again, something to consider. Um, do your best to have them as chemical-free as possible. There's a lot of great brands out there. I love Anne Marie. I, I love Beauty Counter. Those are two of my favorites. I've got obviously several others that I use. Again, I'm going to include that in that episode that I will be giving to you in a couple weeks. Number six is supplementation. I'm not going to lie. You want to get the job done. Probably the very most effective lever that you can pull to support your liver immediately is going to be supplementation, right? If your liver, again, those detoxification processes, phase one, the intermediate phase, and phase two, they are reliant on very key nutrients, things like vitamin C, vitamin E, the full spectrum of B vitamins, selenium, zinc, um, NAC, turmeric, green tea, amino acids, right? You need all of this to support your detox pathways. Choline, which is another B vitamin. Again, if we don't have all of those components, because there's so much that goes into kind of breaking that toxin down, right? It's not magic, right? There's, it's literally chemical reactions that require these cofactors to drive those reactions through. 
And so one of the things that I created because I was looking for ongoing daily antioxidant support was my liver support blend. It is a game changer. I take it every single day. Thousands of women take it every single day because you know what? It's like an insurance policy. I'm like, you know, I'm just going to make sure that my liver doesn't have any unmet needs, right? I want to make sure that all of my liver's needs are met. And so I take the liver support blend every single day along with magnesium and activated B vitamins. I just make sure I cover all of my bases. And that is why I formulated this beautiful liver support blend, which again, I will have in the show notes in case you want to go and check it out. Number seven is get outside in nature at least once a day, but aim for fresh air a couple times a day. Honestly, if it can just be like three short 10-minute walks, especially after your meal, not only will your liver love the fact that you are soaking up all that glucose with your muscles, right? So it doesn't have to store it all as glycogen. Um, it also was so great at activating our detoxification processes, supporting our gut motility, and just supporting our overall vitality and health. So it's such an easy thing to do to get outside a couple times a day. I highly recommend it if you're not doing it. Number eight, drinking filtered purified water as much as possible and starting your day with filtered purified water. So we have a Berkey filter. We're eventually going to get a house filtration system. We just don't have one yet. And so I start my day with 20 ounces of, I've got my little Stanley cup. I fill it all the way up and I do that with a half of a Meyer lemon, sometimes a little bit of apple cider vinegar, just depends on what I'm feeling in the mood for. And I just drink that down. Like we lose so much of our water at night. Um, and so we often wake up dehydrated. It's so critical to hydrate ourselves. And I always do it before I drink coffee or anything else. So again, I recommend installing water filters. Um, also, if you can install shower head filters and water filters on your main taps, if you can do it, or have something like a Berkey filter, then that is great. That is going to really help support um, your liver working properly and your gut I mean, obviously your whole body needs to stay hydrated. Number nine, avoid single-use plastics, especially water bottles and food storage. I mean, obviously avoid as much things as plastic as possible and also be mindful of takeout containers and food packaging like BPA-coated um, food cans. Things like, you know, we get tomato sauce from, from cans and beans from cans and soups from cans. And again, you eat enough of those types of foods, tuna and fish, um, that stuff adds up, especially if it is not BPA protected. Um, and even if it says no BPA in the can, there's often other things that are in that can instead. So I know it's expensive, but opt for jars as often as you can when it comes to canned food um, or, you know, making it from scratch. I know, I know pain in the butt, unpopular opinion again, but the more canned food we eat, the more we're exposed to um, xenoestrogens in our food. Number 10. Avoid or reduce alcohol or over-the-counter non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs, right? Over-the-counter drugs, alcohol, these are going to be major burdens on the liver. I mean, if indeed you have to be taking the non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs, just do your best to space them out as much as possible um, and make sure that you're taking a great liver supplement to support your liver throughout the process. And, you know, for so many of us, alcohol is doing us no favors. If you can limit that, especially if you know you're dealing with a sluggish liver, I highly recommend it. And then number 11, up-level the air that you breathe in your home because over 70% of the toxins in the body are from air pollution and water and poor water quality. And so the air is playing a major role in our liver overworking and honestly, our toxic load as a whole. 
So, you know, having an air filtration system or an air filter, I highly recommend. We have air doctors in our house that we use. And I think that overall, I mean, they're a little bit of an investment, but when you think about the importance of reducing your toxic load, having one, you know, in two major areas of the house can make a huge, huge difference. And at the very least, just open your windows at least 30 minutes a day in each room to kind of air out the house, especially if you don't live next to a airport or a big freeway or a huge agricultural area where there's more toxins coming in than going out. Um, Also remove your shoes and dust and vacuum weekly um, and have at least one house plant in every single room of your home. So those are some easy things that you can do. Um, And with all that being said, it's so important to recognize that a sluggish liver is directly connected to estrogen dominance and other hormonal imbalances. And, you know, the one thing I just don't want to happen is you are feeling those symptoms of estrogen dominance. So I don't know about you, but I always lean more estrogenic. And I find that the case, that being the case for so many women that I meet. So here are just a few signs of estrogen dominance to be looking out for, because I find that when our liver is not being well supported, this is what will kind of show up as a result, kind of as a side effect. So signs of estrogen dominance are decreased sex drive, irregular or abnormal menstrual cycles, bloating, constipation, breast swelling and tenderness, fibrocystic, so lumpy hard breasts, um, headaches or migraines, especially right before your period, mood swings, often like irritability and depression, weight gain or fat gain, particularly around the abdominal area, hips and thighs, so like a pear shape, Um, cold hands and feet, although as we get older, that pear shape becomes more of an apple shape. It can absolutely still be estrogen dominance. Cold hands and feet, hair loss, a sluggish metabolism, foggy thinking and memory loss, feeling tired, trouble sleeping, things like insomnia or not being able to go back to sleep, and obviously PMS symptoms. So if any of these symptoms sound familiar, I just want you to know that estrogen is a major player when it comes to our, not only our reproductive health, but our mood, growth, cognitive function, fertility, menstrual cycle health, bone health, skin and cardiovascular health, and so much more. And that's why proper estrogen metabolism is so critical depending on your liver function, right? Estrogen is broken down properly. It is all good. But when it's not, we really got to go and dig in and see what's going on. And so that's where my upcoming masterclass on estrogen dominance comes in. If you are feeling right now that it's time to get your liver and your estrogen dominant symptoms under control, I want you to know that I've become very, very passionate about this topic because I've seen it impact my mom, my sister, so many other friends and family members, myself, obviously. And it's an issue that we need to look more closely at. And that's why I am hosting a class on how to overcome estrogen dominance at any age. It's going to be next Wednesday, March 29th. It's going to be at 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And you are invited to attend for free. Even if you just want to learn more about it, you learn about the liver detoxification pathways, learn about, you know, what are the biggest root causes for estrogen dominance. I mean, really getting into the nitty gritty of what you can do um, on day-to-day perspective, then this is a great class for you. Also, as a bonus, you are actually going to get my um, top 10 herbs and liver superfoods guide. um, And I'm going to be giving away some incredible supplements. So I'm going to be giving away my Essentially Whole Progest Restore and my hormone balance supplement during the class. So that's going to be happening because I love giveaways. So if you want to go and register for free and get your amazing bonuses, 
All you got to do is go to drmarisa.com slash estrogen class. That's D-R-M-A-R-I-Z-A dot com slash estrogen class. Now, I will be dropping the link in the show notes for this episode. So you can just go right now, head into the show notes, click that link and register for free. And then you will automatically get sent the amazing bonuses. I'll send you a reminder for when the webinar is going to happen. And then you will have a chance to go and learn and enter the giveaway as well. And as always, if you love the tips here in this episode, especially around the 11 effortless ways to reduce your toxic load, be sure to subscribe for more easy tips to heal your hormones and to upgrade your health. All right, see you after the next episode.